we got verbs here and we've got lejohn brames on the show mm-hmm. with us today lejohn welcome it's great to be here uh LeJohn. it's so great that you're here because today we're going to be doing an old classic people love him we're going to be talking about productivity with questions from the full focus planner community lejohn I figure with your foundation as an athlete, you understand what it means to to plan and be prepared. Oh, no, no, no. Um, not an athlete, unless you're talking about uh, being a mathlete. Oh, oh, um, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, not, not really physically gifted uh, mm. in that way. But uh, I do know what it takes to, for instance, um, geometrize a <laughs> hypotenuse. Geometrize. Please yeah. write this down. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a lot of discipline went into that. Mm-hmm. Well, today we're going to use that sort of wisdom from LeJohn himself and Verbs to answer some of your questions. So let's get to it. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with LeJohn Brames <laughs> and our podcast producer, Nick. Everyone's going to be so confused. They can't see my little name on this thing, can they? No. Well, everyone's very confused, but very interested probably as well. How's everyone doing? How's your, how's your, oh, happy Monday, everybody. Happy, happy Monday, Monday unto you, Nick. Happy Monday. <laughs> uh, how is everyone's week going? How is how are we feeling about the week? Did it start off on the right foot? Uh, I th- I think ours did. I could say at least I could speak for me and our household. My household, our household, and I. Um, mm. I think I mentioned we got a new turtle. <laughs> uh, how did, so how did you first come by a turtle? Um. Well, to be quite honest with you, Nick. I am not a pet person. Mm. I'm not a dog person. I'm not a cat person. I'm not a rabbit person. Um, anything that's small, that takes more energy to keep alive and feed. Mm. Um, I tend to um, not embrace those items, those, those creatures. So I figured, um, Hey, a turtle is small. we got a little turtle hatchling. Uh, my youngest was excited about it, but we did a little kind of a little prep test and uh, um, I purchased him a gigapet. Just yes. to see how you would, you know, um, how you would handle that responsibility. Can you keep that's... the gigapet alive? That was my main question. And uh, the young man proved himself. So that's how we got to the turtle. That's amazing, actually. Now, I'll say this. I know of several people and was actually just listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago where they were talking about the number of people whose turtles run away. Really? Interesting choice of words, but go on. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying that for some turtles can move when they need to move, apparently. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So just be careful. Yeah, they'll yeah, go for your pizza as well. <laughs> That's where the turtle has to move away at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serving eviction uh, notices for turtles. LeJohn, how you doing? Doing well. Happy to be here. Happy to dive in to our 
what what is this podcast? The is it the third most productive podcast on the internet? No, I think that's what I No. No. It's the most. The second? No, it's really it, not no, the second. No. The most productive podcast. Wow. wow. Recognize and respect the nice. All right. Well, let's then hit some of these questions. Now, again, these are questions from the Full Focus Planner community. If you are not there, it's time to get there. Um, this first question comes from Joe. Joe asks, hello, Full Focus Planner community. I need help. Each time I do my weekly preview, I always seem to be in the same place I was the week, weeks before and not accomplishing much. It's like I am watching the days and time move on while I am left standing still. I need and want to break the cycle. I seem to be stuck and not making movement no matter my efforts. Thanks. So it's a lot going on there. Uh, hmm. Blake, ver- sorry, Le- John, <laughs> verbs. Um, what, do you, what do you hear when you talk, when Joe talks about sort of feeling this feeling of standing still week after week? So the first thing maybe counterintuitive because standing still yeah i mentioned i'm a mathlete i'm kind of a science nerd as well as you'd expect famously you know nothing is perfectly still right everything Mm. is moving a little bit even this cup of coffee i have here a little bit of vibratory movement and in a similar way even though our life can feel static it's not actually static but our judgment can make it feel that way. Hmm. So the first step of your weekly preview is to write down your wins, the progress that you have noticed you're making. And it's tempting to look at your week and go, well, I didn't get these things done that I had wanted to get done, or I didn't get these results that I was hoping to get. So therefore I have no progress, but Writing down your wins, although, yes, it's it's about documenting actual things, it's very much a skill set. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some people are better at, Dan Sullivan calls this measuring the gain versus the gap. Some people are better at measuring the gain. Michael Hyatt, that's one of the first things I noticed starting when I was working at Full Focus, Michael Hyatt and Company, is that he's very good at noticing what is going well, where are we making progress? And that is where this actually begins. So I'm sure Verbs has thoughts. I've got some thoughts on some tactical things that you can do to start moving towards goals and and not feeling like you're staying in the same place. But none of those tactics will work until you can adopt a mindset of, I'm always looking for where there's progress being made because what you focus on is going to naturally increase. What you focus on in terms of where is there growth that I'm seeing, even if it's tiny, or even if it's not the big step that you would want to achieve on the way to a goal, developing that skill. You may even want to do this every day. And and the new editions of the planner have this where you can write down a daily win. But you may want to begin to record that on a daily basis so that you can begin to train your mind. Because Soon you won't have that emotional feeling of I'm not going anywhere. And when you fix that emotional feeling, the practical stuff begins to flow a lot more easily. Yeah, I think that's well said, Blake. Um, I wouldn't have anything to add to it. I do like what you said about, you know, it's hard to say, you know, we don't have visibility into what he's um, might be jotting down as far as his weekly big three or how large of items 
how big those items might be. But um, <clears throat> as Blake mentioned, let's maybe dial it back a little bit, kind of lower the bar just to get you into a, a decent, consistent uh, momentum as you're doing these weekly previews. So you, it's easier for you to identify wins. Some people um, probably, I mean, like myself, it's it takes time to sit, be still and like think of the wins of the past week. And so when I'm in the rhythm of doing these weekly previews, I know what I intended to do um, going into the week. And if I can mark that down and then go back to it to review it that next week, then it was like, okay, yeah, I meant to do this. I intended to do this. I accomplished it or I didn't, but I also did win in this area of my life. So um, just so you're creating your own, your own record of there is actual movement and life isn't just standing still and you're not accomplishing anything. You're probably accomplishing a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for. Does anybody think that this might be related to, how the big three or the goals are structured. Cause I get this feeling and um, I've had to readjust like season, you know, season of life and all the other stuff and go like, this is not the time to do these seven things that I want to do. I don't mm -hmm. know, obviously, but I, I, when I hear that, whenever I felt sort of overwhelmed and like, I'm not getting anything done, it's because actually I have not aligned what's possible with uh, what I want. I tend to just go like, I want to do this, even if it's impossible right now. Yeah, that that's definitely something to look at. Even even if things are possible, though, Nick, sometimes it's just the way that you write something down mm. that can cloud this sense of progress. So one of the common things I see when I hear what Joe is going through from others is I look at their weekly big three and they're often written vaguely or they're written as categories. For instance, mm -hmm. project X, Y, Z. And it's just written there in the big three section. Mm -hmm. So I would do two things to your big three, Joe, your weekly big three, that is. One, I would go this week, go from a big three to a big one. Mm. Don't even try to do a big three. Try to focus on one specific thing. Second thing is I would write it in such a way that if you were to show it to Nick or to Verbs, they would have a sense of what you're actually trying to do. Like that level of specificity. David Allen calls this off the street specificity or off the street clarity, meaning you could hand it to someone off the street and they would be able to understand what you're talking about. So it should be something that can be measured, understood, a, a clear I either did this or I didn't, or I got a certain percentage of the way there. It could be a milestone on the way to completing a project, but challenge yourself to write something very, very specific. And by narrowing it down, narrowing that focus and being more specific with that focus, I think you'll find that progress becomes much more inevitable. Blake, you have a, do you have an example um, as far as one that you, of how you would write it to where you're hitting that specificity? I'll give you an example. When I was working with Full Focus, I was doing a lot of the same things every week. And I wanted to see growth, but I would write, catch myself writing sales calls or something like that, or outreach. Mm -hmm. How I might rewrite that is complete 25 outgoing uh, sales calls to 
new prospects or something like that, where I'm being very, very specific. And I used to even, I would make little check boxes even in when I would write something like that, where I could literally see at the end of the week, okay, here was my progress. I exceeded it. I hit it. I fell short. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's helpful. Well, you probably know the benefits of a compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Okay, next up, we have a question from Anna. Uh, Anna says, and again, I want to be clear. We don't we don't have any work-from-home moms currently on this program right now, but we all do work from home <laughs> with children. Uh, Verbs' children are homeschooled, so there's, there's – I think we'll be able to cover some of this, but this is um, – she says, any work, uh, any work-from-home moms – Struggling to come up with any sort of ideal anything. Would love to see some ideal week examples and some examples of workday startup and shutdown rituals. So I pulled this one out because it does sort of highlight this idea of like kids have got their own agenda. Uh, they've got their own things going on. How how on earth could you set an ideal week uh, when there's so much chaos around you? Uh, <laughs> uh, verbs, I don't know. I can start with you. You've got uh, 17 children at your house. Mm-hmm. Lord have there mercy. There at all times. <laughs> um, when you think of the ideal week, let's just start with that. How does that, how does that work for you, for your wife, for the kids um, with so much happening? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think kind of like we talk about often is being able, it's less stressful being able to look at those things or consider those things as seasonal ideal weeks. As we head into a season like the fall, um, you know, our children get into sports uh, there's evening things that go on. So I don't know if there is an ideal week, so to speak, other than us accounting for everything that we need to do, knowing that, you know, between the only three, the three children we have, uh, they may all have something different happening on different days, but being able to consider that and getting back on that, um, that routine of uh, a weekly preview with my wife, we're comparing our schedules, seeing what the kids have to do. And then, you know, mixing it all in to make sure we're accounting for all the movements that happen in a week. And then also just as important making sure that there's some of that downtime, knowing that we're 
in this season of, of a fall season, knowing that we're kind of running back to back. One of the times where we just uh, we log out and rejuvenate. So a couple of things that have helped my family. And first, let me just empathize that this is very, very challenging. This is it's, it's hard to have young kids, lots of movement and feelings and demonstrations of said feelings. All of that is, is, is challenging. My two tips that have helped us are first to start small and build in the essentials. So this is a little bit like a budget. So if for us, the starting small just looked like, okay, what time do we want to try to get everyone asleep? What time is everyone in the fam going to wake up? Obviously, <laughs> I, told, I told you guys before we started this recording, that was 4 a.m. this morning. What mm, a delight that's not, that's that was. That's part of your ideal week. Just a delight to embrace that moment in time. But so those things happen, but by having a general sense or a general standard, the ideal week, the point is not that every week goes ideally. The point is that you have a baseline or a a plan to then flex within. So it's similar to a financial budget. So when you're making a financial budget, you're going to probably start with the most essential things. Like we've got to have money for the mortgage or for the electric bill or for groceries or those, those items we're going to put on there. And the ideal week can be similar. What are the things that absolutely are happening that we're committed to? There's daycare, there's school, right? Like put that on the ideal week. What, what are those essentials? And then get all of those in the budget, so to speak, written down with your wake time and, you know, sleep time. That's step one, or tip one, I should say. The other tip is to, and you can do this with your whole family. I don't know how old your kids are, or just with a spouse or partner or whatever, but to have a menu of activity. So mm-hmm. for instance, sometimes when you're parenting, you get an unexpected, hey, nap time went 30 minutes longer. This is amazing. What do, what do I do with my life? Or I woke up at four today. I have way less time to do X, Y, and Z thing, right? But you have a menu of almost like a if this, then that type of scenario. Mm. So you can not put, you don't have to put this on the calendar, like in an ideal week format, but you could say, hey, ideal activities for personal rejuvenation, X, Y, and Z. Ideal activities for we, I have... Um, 15 minutes for a morning routine instead of an hour, right? Just do X, Y, and Z. Or ideal activities for um, having bonus time in the afternoon, you know, or like what me and my wife have done is like, okay, we kind of have a handful of families that we could do play dates with. We have a handful of places we could take the kids to. We have a handful of, you know, those types of pockets of time where we can do house projects, right? If we have that time. So, Think, get out of the calendar, uh, because I think what she's trying to express is that it's the calendar can be unpredictable. But if you have preset kind of a menu, so to speak, when you're presented with time or a lack of time, you can reference that. Hmm. Does that make sense, Nick? Yeah, I get that. Cool. And it's, it's you know, uh, we have a six-month-old who uh, got a bunch of shots yesterday. And so has been really struggling uh, last night mm-hmm. and this morning, a bunch of 18 minute naps at 
three in the morning, not your favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so to be able to go, okay, when I do have a second, I have to make sure that the trash goes out because what, you know, like whatever it is, I can prioritize the stuff that has to happen today because there will be a break. Thank please. There will be a break. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, it gets better. He said to himself 50 times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) at some point they will sleep through the night. You're just in the throes of it right now. (laughs) Verbs. I do want to say for some reason, I thought you had four kids um, and so to me, that felt like 17 because you were homeschooling them. You have three. And, but I still think that the, turtle, the whole, though. yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, so I, I just want to be clear about that, that I, for some reason I've been like three kids at home homeschooling is the equivalent of 17 children. <laughs> that's yeah. Cause that's everywhere you look, thing. they're still there. Yeah, for sure. That That's a me issue. So, uh, all right. Well, hopefully, uh, that can help anybody at home. Of course. Uh, this question is up in the full, fo- full focus planner community. So um, you can find out what other people said. We got one more. And this is actually not a question, but I thought that there were a couple really good ideas in here. And I wanted you to uh, hear them, number one, and then applaud them, number two, and just comment and see, uh, you know, see what you think. So this is from Pamela. And also, I'm including this because she starts by writing... Yesterday, with 11 hours on the road, I caught up on a few episodes of Focus on This, uh, and I was and realized it been a while since I engaged with the community. So, you know, 11 hours, that's a lot of Focus on This. I'm just going to assume it was the whole time. That's impressive. Uh, <laughs> so, she's like, I want to share some practices, some weekly preview practices that work best for me. So, uh, the first one basically is saying, uh, the last hour of Friday... Workday is when she does her weekly preview and she talks about why. We've talked a lot about that. We're going to move on. Number two, as I look at the week ahead and consider my big three at the end of day Friday, I reclaim any pockets of time that haven't been booked by anyone else and block them as deep work or task time. My staff and peers know they can ask for a last minute meeting if they need one. And I just thought that that was like really deliberate and nice. I just wanted to share that. Is that... Does that resonate with anybody? That's, I mean, that sounds wise to me. I mean, I think, again, man, the weekly the weekly preview is gold. I think for a lot of people, it's golden. It's a that part of the planner. It's that secret sauce, as we talk about. But when you really are, you know, pulling all the meat off the bone, so to speak, and when you utilize it, man, it just, it just helps clarity um, visit you on a weekly basis. And hopefully along with that clarity, there's some peace of mind as well. Yeah, and I think for like I have a Google Calendar that people can, and I know that Blake's talked about this before. People can add appointments to, just sort of on their own. They can go, oh, great. And I think even if you're dealing with something like that on Friday to go, okay, you had your shot to get me. I am now moving forward with the things I need to get done. I think that's mm-hmm. very very cool. <laughs> like I'm very into this this idea. Um, usually I would wait till the day of or something, or you know, and just fill it with whatever so mm-hmm. okay so that's that's number two and number three i like themes and alliteration to the extent possible i stack up meetings on mondays which she calls meeting monday Love and try it. to keep uh friday's meeting free which she calls focus free, free. oh focus. Oh, oh. <laughs> so my energy is directed toward team engagement early in the week and toward uh project work and development as the week progresses do you guys have any uh, alliterative days that you'd like to add 
to this calendar or steal from her. Boy. I would add uh so what Saturday. Ooh. <laughs> you like that. So what I is, do. Uh, hey, there's stuff you gotta get done. But right now it's Saturday. I'm gonna take a break for the rest of the week. So what? <laughs> Love that. Hey, there's something urgent that's about that needs to happen on Saturday. So what? So so what? I'm I mean, eating donuts right now. What I'm eating it? donuts all day. So what? That's interesting. Saturday is my get stuff done day. And then Sunday yeah. turns into my so what day. Mm. Well, every now and then you, you you need a so what Saturday. All right. It's your, you have a Before stuff you Saturday. go to spiritual Sunday. Stu- well, stuff, yeah, stuff, stuff Saturday. Stuff yeah. Saturday. There's, there's wacky Wednesday. That's when I usually notice my shoes stuck on the wall. This is that theme. Anyway, I just thought it was fun. I just like the wind. Someone's going to laugh at that, Nick. Okay. Someone Wait, you just read explain, Wacky I was Wednesday lost. to their kit. Uh, the book. You guys never read the book Wacky Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Yeah, yeah. I Come have on. Not. Clearly you haven't, Nick. Someone gave me a charity laugh just now in their car. They go. No, I bet it, you. It's, no, it sounded like this. Huh. No, no, no. And then, and then it was, and then it was uh, met with a groan and a sigh. The other 99.8% of the audience. No, no. I bet you that someone in their car right now went like, ha ha, and like kind of pointed when they heard it because they got it. They had a point. Ha ha. Yeah. Nick, ha, ha. Well, a lot of people said, you never read Wacky Wednesday. That's what they said. They, they're have incre- I? Who, in- incredulous. Have I? Who, wrote, who wrote it? Uh, I don't know. A Dr. Seuss wannabe. Sorry. If you listen to this it, podcast, it's going to be sorry. like Shakespeare and you're going to feel so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky Wednesday. I can share my screen here and I can. Okay, it is actually Dr. Seuss. <laughs> is it, it really? is Dr. Seuss? No, it's not. I think it's a do- I think it's Dr. Seuss brand. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's find out. Let's take a closer look. This is important. It wasn't it wasn't Theodore Geisel himself? Wait, no. Yeah, ah, see it's Dr. Seuss and then there's an asterisk and it says This is the most productive podcast. Writing on the as Oh no, maybe it is Dr. Seuss. I can't tell. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> we got Wacky <laughs> Wednesday, we got Meeting Monday, uh, Focus Friday, So What Saturday, Spiritual Sunday. Let us know what Tuesday is. You know, and we got Taco Tuesday. You got Thursday. Just, just let us know in the community what what we're missing here on our alliterative week. Wait, here Although we go. some of that is consonants. Yes, verbs. So you can build on Throwback Thursday Ooh. as revisiting before you get to Friday. What was Friday? Focus Friday. Before you get to Focus Friday, utilize Throwback Thursday to go back through your itemized tasks for the week and start knocking those out. Mm-hmm. That way you have more time to focus love that. on Friday. And then Tuesday is still Taco Tuesday. Absolute. Worldwide. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have uh, from the community. Of course, I've said it 17 times now. The people there are smart and they're achieving and they care and all of these questions that I've shared have, like, so many answers from members of the community already there. So go check those out. Um, great. Let's close this up, Verbs. Let's just do it. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the Internet. So please share it with your friends. Make sure you join the Full Focus Planet community right there on Facebook. And we'll be back again next week with another fantastic, terrific, wonderful episode. But until then, 
stay, stay focused. Focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.